0: I was totally blown away. Like I was hooked on just this first one. Mike,
1: what are we talking about today?
0: We are talking about text to image AI systems. Uh, What are they? Uh, Why are they here? um and what are they coming for what do they want um (laughs) what are their motivations and when are they going to take over the world
1: and there's already
0: some that are here right so
1: there's a few that we're going to talk about today we're going to talk about three specifically that mike has tried out and then we're going to show you the prompts that we have given them and the results that we got from them
0: along the way we'll talk a little bit about um the experience of, of using these, um, anything that you need to know to get started, and some practical applications that you might be able to to use these um, as a designer or otherwise. Right. Should we get started? Okay. Well, b- b- before I share my screen, um, we'll, what we're going to show uh, is the output of three different uh, text-to-image AI systems. <clears throat> The ones that I tested um, for this demo are Night Cafe, Mid Journey, and Dolly 2. They all basically work the same way from an end user perspective. And I am not a a data scientist, so I won't go into the ins and outs of uh, how the models work because frankly, I have no idea. Uh, But what I can tell you is what it's like to use them um, and uh, what what my sort of trials and tribulations were like uh, playing with some of these. So when I share my screen I'll walk you through the output of 3 uh with I, I tried to start off with a little bit uh something that might throw the the ML for a loop a little um I uh am from New York so I love the two mascots of New York City pigeons and rats and wanted to give the prompt to all three of these engines, uh, just the the term pigeon rat and see would it combine them into like a pigeon rat hybrid animal or would it somehow um, take that prompt and and give me something unexpected. But my expectation was that it would take pigeon rat and create some kind of pigeon rat hybrid. So uh, we'll see what these different AI algorithms ended up doing. So uh, let me share my screen here. And you can see again, uh, the prompt was pigeon rat. So our first AI ML algorithm that we'll will do a reveal of is Night Cafe. Um, this one, all three of these, I should say, are, are premium, so they're free to try, and then you can chuck a bunch of prompts at it, um, and it'll gate you after you play uh, with several of these. So should we reveal the first one?
1: Yeah, totally. So like all you did was just type pigeon rat into the text prompt, and then the AI system spit out an interpretation.
0: Exactly. Pigeon rat and then go. And the fun thing about these is like when you give the prompt to the machine, it'll, it, it kind of like shows you it's thinking in real time. So it's almost like, um, if you've ever used, uh, video processors or, um, uh, like uh, like video editing and 3D modeling, <clears throat> there's a process called rendering where like you hit the, the render button and then you sort of watch the image come to life. These kind of work in a very similar way. So you just type in pigeon rat, hit go, and then you sort of watch the machine kind of compile the image together. So all of these are making a brand new drawing from scratch. It's not like a kind of collage system. It, it's making a, a new image each time.
1: Nice. So it's not just doing a Google search in the back.
0: As far as I know, it's actually drawing a new image. But who knows? Maybe it's actually just pulling from Google's uh, data bank. I don't think it is. Um, yeah. But here we go. Uh, let's let's check out what Night Cafe did with Pigeon Rat. Uh, and here we go. This one, I don't know. What do you think?
1: <laughs> I can see parts of Pigeon. And I can see parts of uh like a... Mickey Mouse ear on top of the pigeon. But...
0: Yeah, like it tried to get it here and, and I don't know what it did with its like beak, but it's like it started with a rat tail and you can kind of see like maybe there's a rat tail here. I don't know.
1: What What's the pigeon's Is it on a phone? Like can you zoom in a little bit more? Because it just seems yeah, like
0: I, it's... I think so. It, it's really hard to tell. Um, And and why it decided to put that there uh, when that had nothing to do with the prompt pigeon rat is beyond me.
1: Yeah, it's so like I think there's like so many hallmarks of like current generation of like AI images, which is just like a lot of like blurriness and blended things. Looks a little bit like a like a bad Photoshop.
0: Yeah, it's got a bit of this kind of like painterly, kind of digital arty cyberpunk thing going on. But yeah, again, that was all just like, oh, and a- actually, now that you mention it, um, Night Cafe is a little bit different than the other two in that there are these kind of themes that you can pick uh, to kind of give a, um, an aesthetic to the output. And I think Cyberpunk is actually one of the choices. I don't think that that's the one that I picked. I can't remember, to be honest, but um, that was one differentiator of this one versus the other two.
1: So how long did it take the system to generate this after you, you
0: entered the prompt? It's remarkably quick. Um I think for all of these it's pretty similar um which is like a matter of of minutes or less. It's I think about somewhere between 30 seconds and a minute. Nice.
1: I mean 30 seconds to generate plurinas. <laughs> yeah,
0: you're right. Uh 30 seconds to wait for, you know, an image that may or may not come back to to what you wanted. Yeah. Um very very kind of slot machine mechanic going on here.
1: Yeah. I think well I think there's there's another part to this right? which is like um, I know this doesn't seem that impressive at the moment, but I think there's also a part to recognize that it understands pigeon and rat, and it's attempting to do something with those two things, right? So, like, totally. at least it gets like the first half of the prompt. uh so it gets credit for that because it understands what you what you're asking it to do, but then the execution it might be the part that's lacking here.
0: Yeah, and and here's where I think like not to, you know, give any spoilers to the reveal of the other two, but the 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 prompt pigeon rat can be interpreted in so many ways. Like, did I intend for it to combine them into a hybrid animal or like draw them separately? Uh, really interesting to see how each of these sort of took that not very concrete and specific prompt and run with it.
1: Yep. Totally. Can we look at the second one?
0: Let's do it. Okay, so the second one is mid-journey. Um, and right away, you will notice that here, let me show both in comparison here. Um, the output of mid-journey um, is nicer right off the bat because it gives you four different permutations of the prompt. So you get more to, to choose from uh, in the output. So without further ado, here we are. What do you think? I
1: actually think these are the the, feel like they're more finished products um and like let's say if if you were asking the robot for an assignment you gave the robot an assignment and night cafe turned that in versus mid journey turned these pictures in you'd be like mid journey you actually tried night cafe do you need more time to finish
0: (laughs) i love that yes totally i was blown away when i got this back i think this is the this is the first one i used of any of these and this is the first prompt that i gave it it also tells you a little bit something about me i suppose but i was totally blown away like i was hooked on just this first one i was so impressed especially with like this one up here in the top right it's just adorable in my opinion Mm -hmm. and like got the rat tail and, like, the rat ears on a pigeon. It was exactly what I had in my mind when I was, like, a pigeon-rat hybrid.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And, like, each one of them, there's also, like, they're different enough, right? I think maybe... I wonder if the system probably generates, like, a whole bunch of them, and then, like, it picks these somehow. Because each of them, they are also have a different um, feel to them. It's not as if there are four slight variations on the same output, right? So... I'm assuming like the system's probably like, generating like way more than four, and then like, picking out like a range of uh, of uh, output to return to you.
0: Yeah, that's a good point because they could have all just been variations of like this one here. That's like a bust kind of, which I think is also amazing that it has kind of like little pigeon feathers here, like a little crest. <laughs> but yeah, it, it could just be like four riffs on this theme. But yeah, it's like we'll do one bust, we'll do one like full body shot, we'll do you know like a portrait here of this sort of like. This one, I think it's just kind of cute because it looks like a failed laboratory experiment where, like, <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know if it, like, took the ears and, like, tried to make eyes out of them or something, but I kind of feel sorry for this one. But it's very cute.
1: Yeah. I think there's another element. Like, I'm looking at the one in the bottom left there. And if you take away the ears, you can see, like, oh, it looks like a bird, like a dove, right? And if you add the ears back, like, that's what makes it a little bit more bat-like. like And this makes me think about how... When people have kids, they say that kids make them like see the world in a different way. And I feel like that's what this output does, which is like it's recontextualizing something and then it's giving back like the essence of these things. And it's like, oh, I recognize like why these are why these images follow the prompt of like pigeon rat. Like I mm. look at the I actually my favorite ones on the top because even though there isn't a lot that makes it look like a pigeon I think it's like the bottom right side of it where, like, the tail is that makes it look like a rat.
0: Yeah. yeah. The shape (laughs) shape of it, it's more rat-like than pigeon-like. Totally. And this one's the only one that doesn't have... Oh, no, I guess this one doesn't have wings either, but it's got kind of this sort of hint of feathers on both of them. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Yeah, totally. Amazing. So shall we move on to the third and final variation?
1: Yeah. Is it going to be better or way worse?
0: Let's see. I'm I'm not going to... I'm not gonna give any hints, we'll see. so this is uh the third one, which is Dolly two um i had uh, it has a similar approach i I will say this without spoiling it that you get four variations of the theme um just like mid journey so you have more more to select from in the output but drum roll boom, this one I gotta say I was disappointed,
1: <laughs> yeah. It's it's probably like the most, yeah, it's the most literal. It feels like you got
0: half the assignment right. Yeah, I mean, I was, I mean, to to its credit, amazed at the photorealism of the output. It's just, there's no rat here. So, I mean, to your point about like receiving a brief and, you know, delivering an an assignment, it's, you know, it's not, it's not what the instructor asked for.
1: (laughs) Yeah it's interesting because again like now looking at these two side by side i'm also seeing like a lot of variation in the angles and perspectives and like it's also interesting that they're all flying there's no like no like static pigeon hanging out <laughs> it's like mid-flight pigeons
0: very very active pigeons
1: yeah so what what do you think of, out of all of these like what what did you do after you got
0: these results so these um, these were just for fun, just to sort of play around and see what uh, what you get when you when you explore uh, tools like this. Um, so I think it opened up just a whole bunch of potential practical applications. I mean, I, I think maybe less so with Night Cafe because um, this one was the least I think it, it felt the least usable um, of all of these. Um it's got kind of a little bit of a sloppy-ish kind of output. Um Dolly two with other prompts did extremely well. And um both it and mid journey give you lots to choose from and, and feel like a little bit uh the output is more refined.
1: Does um does interface give you any guidance on like how to does it guide you and how to guide the AI? Does it give you like examples or like best practices of things to include or exclude when you're when you're giving them prompts?
0: I know that um, some of them do. I can't remember which one does it the best. I think it was Dolly 2. Um, as you're sort of waiting for the output, it shows you inspiration um, and what prompt was used to generate the sample output. And it gives you some, some, uh, some tidbits of, of wisdom, um, like make sure that your prompt is very concrete. The more specific and concrete Uh, the prompt is the more information you give the machine to spit back a result.
1: Well, in that case, is there a limit to what your prompt can be? That's a good question.
0: I didn't try to write a story for the prompt, uh, but I have to imagine that there's a drop off in terms of like a threshold of information, like what's the sweet spot. Um,
1: I mean, so now you've done this and then you, you mentioned like practical applications for it. So like, how did you start using it at this point?
0: yeah uh so so immediately what came to mind for me was just something um a, a recency bias need um I you know as a designer um, will often think of um tools like personas, which is you know a a, a um, an archetype of a group of people to help me think about that person's needs as a user of a product or tool um so at the time, I was actually trying to make a persona for a machine learning algorithm to help me and other people understand what it does so this whole thing was very meta um i was asking a machine to draw an image for uh describing another machine so all all very hard to to understand i realized but um I used Dolly because I was really impressed with some of the output, especially uh, when I was asking it to draw pencil sketches. And I like uh, pencil sketches as a um, aesthetic for a persona image because it's it it it's not too serious, and it and it uh, just conveys enough meaning to sort of understand what um, this persona is all about. So, um, in this particular case, I gave Dolly the prompt a pencil sketch of a robot applying labels to a conveyor belt of messages. So this um, ML that I was trying to create a persona for takes in um, messages and uses natural language processing to apply categories and topics to it. Um, so I wanted to see what would DALI, another uh, ML algorithm use uh, or cook up with this prompt. So here's what it came up with. Um, and I was blown away. I was so amazed by this output. Um, this one, starting with the left, you know, the conveyor belt is there. Um, you can see the robot, you know, and kind of like standing next to the conveyor belt, like it's sort of tinkering with these things as they pass through. Um, I like this sort of gibberish here that kind of looks like Eastern European, (laughs) maybe a little bit, um, intended to be, I'm sure completely unintelligible, Um, This one is the one we ended up running with. I mean, just like nailed the robot applying labels to the messages as they come through. Um, I even love this sort of like kind of like action-y sort of, um, I don't know what you call this. Uh, They're in cartoons a lot when there's like an action being applied to something or, or, or movement being conveyed here, which is pretty cool. Like the robot furiously scribbling away as these messages come through. And then uh, this one also just like crushed the whole like notion of like all these messages coming in and, and the robot doing things to them, and then this final one here also pretty on the nose. But this just gives you a sense of the the type of output that you can expect. And all these again, just like the other images above, took a matter of you know less than a minute or so to create.
1: Yeah, totally. It's also interesting too. I guess like this is, this is what uh, the consciousness of what a robot looks like, right? I I wonder. I wonder how, um, sort of abstract concepts will evolve as you have more, and more uh, people or like more systems, distilling what a robot is, right? I feel like then the definition or like the abstraction or the essence of a concept becomes more and more similar um, because you might have systems generating more images because it's so easy
0: to generate. Mm, yeah, you're fee- you're giving the the whole system more fodder from which to create more images. <laughs> also, very right. hard to think about.
1: Right, and then like I was like, oh, these are the accepted uh, results for what a robot looks like, and then. Mm. Then how do you? I guess that's a separate ML problem of like make sure you have range and variation besides what's what gets refed into the system.
0: You know that that is interesting because as far as I know, you know, uh, and again, I, I I don't feign to you know be an expert in and how these uh, algorithms are trained and improved upon, um, you know, but but I do know as uh, enough to know that a lot of ML. I mean, ML does require training to improve. Um, and interestingly, in my experience, using all th- three of these tools, I don't recall if there was any kind of human-in-the-loop interaction where, like, you select a winner. Um, it, it really kind of felt like you, give the, you submit a prompt to the machine, the machine does its best, and that's kind of the end of the story. You can, um, I think in all three of them, you can uh, refine an output, so you could say like, it, if I like this one the best, this one here, I can select this one and say, you know, create four more using this one as a template, and you know, further refine the output. But there, there isn't a notion of like, yes, this one's right, and these other ones are are incorrect.
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, I guess the way they could infer that is if how many other follow prompts you use that are very similar to your initial prompt. It's like searches, right? Mm. Like searching assumptions. Like if you search. And refine your search it probably assumes that you didn't find anything on your first few attempts
0: yeah it'd be interesting too to to learn a little bit more about each of them and if they have different um approaches to 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 learning and growing based off of behaviors like that um whatever they yeah. are it seems like uh mid-journey you know read me like a book understanding that i i really wanted to combine a pigeon and a rat together
1: yeah totally and like looking at the two different prompts, right like that uh pigeon rat And then your second prompt is way more descriptive there's also it's also also describing a scene right versus the first one is like just describing this like concept like
0: a a merge of two objects into something totally and i did i i felt like there was a theme there you kind of get the sense for as you play with these and feed them more and more prompts Um, a little bit more of an idea of what to expect so it's kind of like getting to know someone a little bit and feeding some prompts in and then getting a different uh, result back like oh okay this one um, prefers a little bit more context here and specificity to define the scene around it and oh this one was a little bit maybe too many prompts or it like got five out of seven of them so there's a little bit of a back and forth kind of dialogue learning how to communicate with each of these
1: yeah yeah i imagine like the best there's probably like a few different layers of uh instruction that you need to give it one which is like the i guess it's like constructing a sentence right which is, you need to give it like the subject or of so, like a some sort of noun the verb right like what's the action that's happening the scenery like the environment they're in and then the last thing because these are images you probably need to give them like a sort of style in order to specify what you want otherwise it's going to be like dealer's choice right the system is going to guess what guess and pick a style that you might not want
0: totally and it looks like um uh to that effect like dolly kind of assumed that i wanted a photorealistic style for all of these because I, I didn't specify to your point like what style of output do i want but when i made that clear and this one down below it just crushed it you know it's like oh yeah it knows what a pencil sketch is and it is more than happy to give me that output style yeah totally
1: did you have any other use cases in mind like was it, have you tried or, or thought about any other use cases besides um personas
0: i've thought about um things like you know album art um because it can be just really fun and whimsical and if you don't give a you know, it, you can give it a prompt like pigeon rat or, you know, just two words and see uh, what it comes up with. And sometimes the result is pretty hilarious. And sometimes it's like spot on. Um, but, you know, interesting to think about creating art with something like this um, and having the machine do a lot of this um, creative work on your behalf. In other cases, I think that it could be interesting to use as kind of a an inspiration generator. So... You know, if I wanted to sort of riff on this concept of a pigeon rat, it's interesting to have a machine, like, serve up some options stylistically that I could choose from and then refine myself and add a little bit of a human touch to it.
1: Yeah, I think it kind of changes the role a little bit of, like, what it means to be creating, right? Because it, it shifts from, like, the actual creation as a starting point to um, being able to be an instructor or editor or curator, um, and then reacting to what the system comes back with,
0: right? Totally. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's interesting. I think, uh, I, I think it's a powerful tool um, already, uh, some more than others, like MidJourney and Dolly, just in the number of options that it gives you, really great for early ideation and, and generation. Like I could imagine if I was trying to draw an illustration for a particular concept, um, I could see totally coming to one of these first and saying, oh, what is the machine you know, spit out as just an early thought. And is that anywhere in the ballpark of, of um what I would do on my uh, you know, for for the same prompt? And if it's close, I might like use compositionally some of the elements from it and then put that into my own idea afterwards. It's really interesting. I have some credits. I think I'm gonna try a bunch of
1: prompts. I wish there was like a way to because each try is a credit, I feel like then like I I hesitate to try too many things, which is I feel like I want like an unlimited credit system for a bit, just to, like try stuff out and
0: iterate and really like learn the system. Yes, yeah. um, I think Dolly might have been the one, or or maybe it was Midjourney. Um, they're they're all actually pretty upfront about how many credits you had. Um, just some are more forward with like how many credits you have remaining as you're as you're iterating through some of this output. And I think it was Dolly that I kind of like got into this flow state of like riffing on. Um, some of these persona style images down here um, and was amazed with the output, but then I just remember that like, oh, you're done, your trial is over and feeling really disappointed. (laughs) So I definitely see, you know, adding, you can add credits on demand too. Um, So I could see, you know, spending a couple bucks to get a few credits uh, for a particular project and seeing if the output is anywhere in the ballpark and running with that. But yeah, it's a wild world. Um, definitely um, early innings, I'm sure, for technologies like this, and and already sort of wild to see how um, successful they can be with some of the output.
1: Yeah, I think like it brings up a lot of questions. Uh, I know, like already, people are asking about what it means for like artists and creatives, right? That normally do this for a living. Um, I think there's like implications of what it means for people that never felt like they were creative, right? Because now you're not limited by your ability to execute on an idea. You're just more or less limited by your ability to like create a prompt imagine something and be specific enough with your instructions to the system.
0: Totally. Uh, and, and it's interesting because there is uh, kind of a different skill set involved there. Um, I think you mentioned before... You know, communicating to a machine or or um, you know giving Google prompts, there is kind of an art to that, and some people are better than others at googling and getting the result out that they expected from that. Um, so I can totally see this sort of um, creative class emerging that is also kind of hip to how to speak to the robot to be an effective tool for them.
1: Yeah, it's like it's a different skill set, right? Because with human to human interaction, you want to be uh cognizant of how you're coming across to the other person when you're making a request or you're instructing them or you're asking for something but in this case the robot wants very clear concrete instructions which probably comes across as demanding um so i guess maybe the reminder is that talk to
0: robots in a different way that you talk to people (laughs) exactly be direct be candid and specific. Although those are all great qualities, I think in talking with people as well. Yeah, yeah, totally. You don't have to say thank you to any of these, however, which does feel a little rude. Actually, it you know took this command, gives you great output, and you're just like, I'll take that. Thank you very much. But I don't need to <laughs> show gratitude to the robot. Yeah,
1: yes. Might have to come back and use the credits more. That's how you show gratitude by spending. Indeed. <laughs> Yeah. For for folks that would be interested in trying this out, like, what do you think, what what questions do you think they would have about, like, how they might approach this? Um, Do you think they should just, like, start with Dali um, mid-journey?
0: Uh, I think um, all of them require no uh, technical knowledge other than, you know, creating an account. Um, some of these, you know, at the time that I tried all these, they were kind of beta walled a little bit. So um, that that might still be the case. They might not. Uh, might just be as simple as creating an account to some of them. Um, I think Midjourney was the one that felt the least approachable right now. Uh, not again because it was technical, just because uh, the interface for communicating with Midjourney is done through the chat tool Discord. So you kind of <laughs> have want. to be a little hip to uh, yeah how Discord works and create an account to Discord, and then um, you know be a little bit savvy with its interface. And so when you are giving Midjourney a prompt, other people are giving Midjourney prompts in the same. Discord channel, so it's a little, it's a little wild. Like you give it a prompt, and like ten other people might give it a, a prompt ahead of you. So you have to like kind of scroll up and see the output. That felt a little bit weird, um, but you know, other than that, it was just as easy as the other ones in terms of you know, tell the machine what you want and peruse the output and refine it as needed.
1: I'm just imagining. A stock exchange pit, a bunch of people screaming instructions at the ML model, and and then the ML model is just,
0: like, throwing results back at people. That's very much (laughs) what it feels like. Like a swarm of journalists around, you know, someone that they're trying to interview all at the same time with, like, cameras and microphones in its face.
1: Yeah, yeah. Or maybe, like, they'll turn if it's, like, trying to get a cab. In New York City, right, and then someone's trying like
0: while it's raining, someone's trying to cut you in front of you. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so as long as you're cool with that, uh, mid is is excellent. Um, and as you you saw in the pigeon rat prompt, um, you know, it can be worth the um, the the wait in line with other people. I think there there's some other systems that I've heard about.
1: There are other AI systems that return different things besides images. Like you can like type in like some text beginning stacks and then give you back an essay or something like that
0: nice which we should probably try at some point a fodder for a future episode yeah well um the robots in uh with respect to text to to image technology are coming uh and indeed they are already here um i am confident just based off of of testing these that there are going to be a lot of applications for for this type of technology, a lot of um, use cases in demand for it. Um, And it's gonna be really exciting to see what happens in the coming years with them.
1: That was our first episode. Thank you for watching The Robots Are Coming. Let us know via the comments what surprised you the most about the AI services we discussed. And if you've tried any of these services yourself, tell us how you're using them and how well they are or aren't working for you. Thanks again, see you next time.